Have you ever wanted to make your very own podcast? Have you ever wondered why podcasting is so hard and how you could find an easier way to do so? I'm Lazy Tell Wolfox, the host of the lovely uh, podcast channel called Fur Chat here on Anchor. If, um, I'm here to tell you all things about Anchor. So let's get started. First thing and foremost, it is absolutely free of charge. You do not need to worry about late fees, fees, or any fees whatsoever. Yes, fees, fees, fees. Uh, there is no fees whatsoever. It is absolutely free, free, free. Another thing, there are plenty of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, meaning you can use your built-in microphone or, like I'm doing, a standard issued stereo mini mic to record your pod- to record your podcast with. You can easily edit it through mute through their built-in music con- content built into the Anchor app. Another thing to note, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be part heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more places to come. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. You can also it is also everything you need to make a podcast in one convenient place. To get started, you download the Anchor app for free on Google Play or iOS and go to or go to anchor.fm on your computer to get started. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Fur Chat. I am your host, Lazy Tail Wolf Fox, bringing you guys this awesome podcast. Um, we're gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and just briefly get into what I got to get into real fast to give out the list of things that I'm gonna talk about. I got quite a bit of movie talk to talk about, as well as art talk, and as well as you know, like creepy pasta talk and whatnot. And then after all that is said and done, I have a very special guest coming live to the show. So. Let's go ahead and get right on into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and uh, get into um, what it is I have to uh, get into. So we're going to do movie talk. This is movie talk. So um, I'm going to talk about Detective Pikachu, uh, the movie that has been out for quite some time that I finally got to see on Hulu. So, um, I do have my rating. I give it a four and a half out of five stars. Uh, it's a great live action movie. That was one thing I noticed. It was as it was live action, which was, it was like a high definition live action, which is different for most movies. Uh, another point to point out is, um, it had a really intense touching moments in the movie, especially for it being a children's film. Um, another thing to point out, it has really, it had pretty decent humor in it. You know, it wasn't anything like wasn't anything crude or nothing it was just uh traditional you know kind of what kids nowadays would kind of joke about um it had an excellent sense of charm uh where you know we're talking about like the whole boyfriend girlfriend scenario in a lot of movies how it plays out in itself um the story did seem a little bit choppy i I noticed that when, um, as the, you know, as the movie began to play out, I noticed that it was, that it sounded a little bit choppy, you know, like the way the story was folding and that it was coming up a little bit too quickly. That, that was how I felt was that it was coming up a little bit too quickly and things were starting to fall short, like as far as where the plot was going. Um, 
So what I mean by that is, in a way, with the story feeling as choppy as it did, it sounded, it felt as though there was an imbalance between where the plot was going and how the movie was going to end. Like, normally movies, when movies end, they before they end, they get to a climax. And when the climax got to the movie, it wasn't as... How do I say it? It wasn't as active as some as other movies that I've seen. Um, especially furry, uh, furry-themed movies as well, you know. Other furry-themed movies that I've seen, um, out of all of them, I think this one was the one that was uh, a little unbalanced. But all in all, I think Ryan Reynolds did a really, really great job, especially while he was acting as Pikachu and the and the kid's father. Um, I did kind of give a spoiler away. Do be warned, there is spoiler alerts in here, so uh, do be warned for that. But anyway, Ryan Reynolds plays the kid's father, and he plays as Pikachu in the movie. So there you go, there's your spoiler alert. Um, I'm sorry for anyone that hasn't seen the movie. If you've heard, if you heard me, I'm sorry forgive me you know I tried my best um, anyway moving on I'm oh, sorry I dropped my pen all right moving on um, I do have a review on the movie rock dog so those of you that have not heard of this movie it's on Tubi TV right now the Tubi TV apps free to use free to create an account and free to watch TV it does have ads though which is one thing you need to understand uh, ads help support the app and keep the app free but anyway i saw the rock dog movie on on uh tubi tv and my rating is a five out of five excellent animation for its time it was it was a very that was the first point i'm going to talk about so um when this movie was animated it was by far a really decent animated movie for its time they used um they used the same features that illumination used when they did minions now it's kind of you know when when illumination was doing min when when they were doing minions universal and illumination studios when the the same exact techniques that they used to animate the Minions movie, the uh, Despicable Me movies, that was the same exact procedure used in Rock Dog. And when you watch that movie, you're going to be kind of, you're going to kind, you're going to see it. You're going, you're going to absolutely see it. It was made by different companies though, but you're going to see a resemblance as far as where the animation goes. You're going to see an exact resemblance between it and what illumination and um illumination not elimination illumination what illumination and universal studios had had going on but yeah it was really well done as far as animation goes uh it had it had amazing humor as far as you know for children it was it had an amazing humor uh fairly decent story this was the one i'm going to talk about um the story in this movie was not as choppy as Detective Pikachu. Um, it's because when these movies get, when some of these movies get made now, excuse me, I keep dropping this pen. When some of these movies uh, get made now, a lot of them 
are just made technically for the money. That's what I started to notice in this, in a lot of these movies that are being made now. Um, they don't have, like, they're missing certain parts of the story, and then it's just thrown out, like, thrown out there. It's not really relooked. It's not really um, re-edited or double-checked. So I started to notice that. But it had a very, fairly decent story. It was, there was a clear message that came with it. And, and, and had an absolutely outstanding ending. Like, it was, it's an ending I recommend you see. Um, basically, the moral of the story was clear and whatnot. You know, you, like, I recommend, but I do recommend both of these films, especially since we're still in quarantine right now. Um, these are the movies I do highly recommend if you're looking for a good movie to watch on Hulu or if you're or Netflix or if you're looking for a good movie to watch, you know, on one of your free apps like Tubi TV or whatnot. Anyway, we're now gonna go ahead and switch gears and go into art talk, and I'll see you guys there. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we're now gonna go ahead and get into art talk. Pardon me, I just had a I just had a drink of mine, a very special drink of mine. Anyway, um, we're going to go into art talk. So, I do have a few Instagram artists to mention. Um, one of them, I believe, is Sky Husky the Raptor. I hope I didn't butcher your name. He drew me some pixel art and uh, did a really, really good job. Um, and there's quite a few others I do not write down. I'm sorry, but I am going to, uh, I'm going to tag your usernames in my, in the Instagram post when this goes up. So, uh, you guys, uh, that way you guys will be up there and not left out. Um, but I hope I didn't butcher that name. So, um, we're going to talk about some art in the fandom and the difference between, uh, SFW and NSFW and explain the differences thoroughly. So, last episode I spoke about why you shouldn't ask for free art in the furry fandom. Well, now we're still talking about art. However, we're switching gears and talking the difference between safe for work, which is SFW, and not safe for work, which is NSFW, in all caps. So, I did get it. So, a question from my Twitter is, what is, well, what is NSFW? We're going to start with the bad stuff first to get it knocked out of the way. So, from an adult's perspective, uh, NSFW, or not safe for work, is technically anything that is graphic or sexual in its nature. Um, basically, anything that is graphically, that is like gore. Anything that's gore, um, all sorts of weird stuff that, um, I can't name off the top of my head, really. But anything, um, I know another one is showing, is completely, completely showing, um, which is like body parts, parts of the body, um, that's what not safe for work is anything of that nature, anything pornographic or sex or extremely explicit 
which would be blood and gore, violence, um, sexual-based content, um, most of it would be basically anything you'd consider a fetish, pretty much, um, anything you'd find a kink in would basically be, and this would be, be in your sense, not safe for work, um, What about, okay, so another question, a question that came up on my Instagram, what is safe for work or SFW? What is that? We're going to go into the good stuff now. Um, SFW is good, safe for work. Um, it basically means, now, now, NSFW, not safe for work, is bad, all right? That's the that's the extremely naughty stuff, the violent stuff, the blood, the stuff where that's showing blood, like like I said, showing parts of the body, um, anything like that, completely, like no covers, no nothing. And this in um, Rule Thirty Four is in this case too. Um, SFW or safe for work is basically anything that's just normal. That's not. That's not nudity, that's not sexual-oriented content, that's not showing parts of the body, not showing blood, or any of that. You, you see you see what I'm saying? So, an SFW's the good stuff. It, it's the it's the angel-like stuff, as uh, people would put it. So, that, that's the difference between the two. Um, questions have been answered. We're now going to go ahead and go into TV talk, and I'll see you guys there. Alrighty, guys, we are now transitioning into television talk. So, excuse me, that's the uh, drink, that's my specialty drink coming back to haunt me. Um, anyway, we're going to go ahead and talk about the Beastars anime. So, those of you out there, fans of this anime, um... I'm going to give my honest opinion, so please don't hate me for it, because um, it's a little meh. Like, there's parts of the show I like and parts that I don't, but I'm going to get into that here. So, so far my experience has been okay. Um, I started watching the show a few weeks ago, and then after, like, I think episode 7, I just quit watching it. Um... Why, for those of you fans out there that are asking why, 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 why would Lazy Tail stop, uh, sorry, that was my phone, why, why, why would Lazy Tail stop watching Beastars? Well, I'm going to tell you why. I noticed when, I, was, I started watching it when I was not on my medication, okay, and even and this even happens when I'm when I am uh, on my medication too. That when I watch the show, I notice when I watch the show, I tend to get emotionally enthralled in it. As in, I let my emotions fall into the show. I don't know why. I don't know how it happens. I guess for some, I guess it's part of me being autistic. Who knows? I don't know what's wrong. Uh, apparently, there's, there's something wrong with me. I can't figure out what it is. Um, but my emotions tend to surface more while I watch the show. Like, it's as though I get angry for a character when something happens. It's kind of like feeling their feels. 
You know what I mean? It's weird. Um, and I didn't like that feeling at all. So because of that, I decided to take a break from watching it. Um, do I like it? I actually do like it. I just, with the emotion, with my weird emotional swings for some weird reason, I, um, I decided to just take a nice little break from it. You know, give myself, give myself a nice brain break from it. Um, hopefully to, you know, get back on track as far as medications go and everything else. Um, I did get some, uh, coronavirus news. I'm gonna go ahead and squeeze into this portion real fast. Schools are canceled for the rest of the year. Um, so that means if I'm gonna record in, in my recording space, I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm going to have to loan the nephew my one of my laptops. So, um, I mean, I got the tablet here to do the interview with, but my laptop I'd have to loan him and keep a sharp eye on so uh, it don't get broke. But, um, anywho, we're now going to go ahead and transition over to Creepy Pasta Talk, and then we got ourselves an interview. Alrighty guys, welcome to Creepy Pasta Talk, where we talk about all creepy and ghoulish things on the internet. So, trending right now, say now, trending right here, right now on the internet is a creepypasta creature known as Siren Head. So for those of you that don't know what Siren Head is, Siren Head is basically a, um, it's a giant 40 foot tall monster who basically has a pole extending from his neck up like from his chest up and he basically has two mouths but they're inside two siren cones um he can mimic your loved ones um he has the power to mimic your loved ones using these uh speakers he's got wires going into his body and whatnot from these from these giant alarm sirens on his head but there's all kinds of stuff going on the internet about this guy. But anyway, he has two mouths. He has one mouth in each siren, in each siren cone on his head. Um, basically, he it, the legend says that he hides in woods or in small rural areas, like small towns and whatnot, like small towns, small rural communities, um, sometimes small suburban communities, um, which would be probably like trailer parks or whatnot. But... This is an urban legend. This is not real. And it's also based off of a video game. Um, his SCP feature is um, something... I forgot the number, but... Uh, basically, he's a special containment procedure creature. Basically, he's a Fallout 4 creature. So, so don't fret. He doesn't exist. Okay? Which I'm going to talk about right here, right now. Um, if you don't, If you want to know more about Siren Head, you can look him up. You can do a little goog of your own. Um, if you are easily scared, I recommend you not, um, because he is, I, I seen it for myself. He's a frightening dude. All right. Not something you want to come across in the night, but basically he does more than mimic loved ones. He mimics alarm sounds. He'll mimic radio sounds. Um, he also mimics, um, emergency alert system noises. So like, if you're like found in the woods alone with him, he'll turn on a sound as he comes after you which most likely will be an emergency alert sound or a siren sound, and he'll basically run after you and kill you. 
Um, they are pretty fast. They are, for some weird reason, they act, they're actually pretty smart based on what the graphic design said. Um, but he's basically made by a young man by the name of Trevor Henderson. His Instagram account has all kinds of creepy creatures and whatnot that basically blew up all over the face of the internet. So, um, anywho, people have been saying that they have seen Siren Head. I'm going to say this now. They are liars. Okay. All of them are liars. Why? Because they're basically photos taken and edited through Adobe Photoshop. I know this because you can tell by looking at it. They try to make these photos real just to scare you. But they're, I'm going to say this now. You're not scaring me. I'm a, I'm a grown ass man. You're not scaring me. Um, these fans try to make it look they've seen like they've seen him, but he's not real. 100% not real. Um, Basically, I basically don't gave you the story of Siren Head. I told you who he was and whatnot. So anyway, we're now going to go ahead and transition. That's it for Creepypasta Talk. We're now going to go ahead and transition into our interview. And uh, I'll see you guys there with our lovely guest. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, I am on the phone with Mr. Jax himself. Hello, Mr. Jax. <laughs> so, uh, how are you? Alrighty, so, um, I do have a couple of questions, uh, coming by the fans of Twitter. Uh, this is questions that I have, uh, set up for each interview. Um, what exactly brought you into the furry fandom? I actually figured out I was funny when yeah I saw the digital foot furries doing all that mm -hmm. so that's kind of when I knew I was a furry oh really yes alright so um how long have you been in the fandom three or four months now wow really so you're still kind of new alright so um what do you do in the furry fandom as far as talents and hobbies go? I do art and I post this stuff. Alright. The furry fandom. Mm hmm. <laughs> Alright, so, um, what I did. <laughs> Alright, so uh, what advice would you give anyone wishing to take part in the fandom? I would say That's a hard question uh, that, This one is pretty hard for a lot of people I would say just be yourself Alright 
kind of like what kind of like what what everybody really should do is uh the, i'm gonna say my input on this um there's a lot of people out there that um when they do like this first shooting stuff and everything else a lot of them tend to do it for the fame and with honesty it's really all about yourself um fame in a weird way tends to come along with it that's kind of my input on it um anyway who's your favorite fursuiter if you have one I don't have to oh really yes uh, I think my favorite one so far it, um I have two of them actually one is uh goes by the YouTube name beta Eta Delota and the other one is Majira. Um, anyway, uh, let me think of another one. Uh, what was the best art piece that you've drawn somebody? I would have to say Gazi and Emily from TikTok because that was one of my best. Oh, wow. Um, did they pay you for it, or? No. Right. I, I like doing art for free. I, I don't do art for money. Yeah, a lot of people tend to do it because uh, it allows them to help make ends meet, especially now with the whole coronavirus incident. Um, who is your favorite artist? I would say have to say my friend Xenomations mm -hmm. from YouTube. Alrighty. Um, what is... Because he does some really good art. Okay. Um, is he a furry or... Yes. Okay. Alrighty. Um, so, I am going to um, ask this last one. This one is uh, from a fan on Instagram. Um, one of them asked about, this one tends to go into more so the bullying and harassment part. Um, why do bullies harass furries most often? And why are they envious of other people? I would say they just hate on us furries because they're too cold for And they just Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright, um, my input on it is, um, guys, this, for this question, is I personally think they get jealous because they're not in your shoes. They're not, like, let's say you become famous on TikTok. Let's say you have, like, 500 followers on TikTok and they only have, like, for example, one. You know, they're just mad because you have, you've got the spotlight where they don't have that. Um, they can also tend to get upset of some, maybe something's going on with them at home uh, that they're work, that they're upset about and they're just taking it out on, on a different target. Um, there's, like I said, like I explained in the first episode, um, there is many, many variables as to why bullies tend to do the things they do. Um... 
if any of you guys need extra advice on that, I'll be more than willing to open up to you guys about that. I like I um, if you need to listen to the first episode of the podcast, and you'll be able to hear my experience on that. Um, I believe it's in the first or second episode. I uh, completely forgot it's been so long. It's already been that long. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, of course I'm the host. I have to keep track of this stuff. Anyway, uh, th- thank you so much for coming into the interview. It was nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. All right, thank you. Alrighty, guys. So um, that's pretty much pretty much it for the interview. Um, but like I said, if you guys need any um, extra advice on the bullying topic, why haters tend to hate, um, feel free to hit me up on Instagram. You can hit me up on my Twitter. I am okay with opening to you guys about it. Um, I like I said, if you have to listen, I think the first or second episode of the podcast has the experience I went through. I believe it's the first episode. Most likely the first episode, but it has the experience I went through when I was in high school and in middle school um, because I opened up about being a brony and a furry. Um, I'm not a brony much anymore, but it was back when I was a brony. Um, I was completely stomped on. I was completely, you know, destroyed. Um, I was nearly beat up for it at one time. Like I said, if you need to talk to, if you need to talk to somebody, I'm here for you guys. Um, I love you all equally as much and all of y'all to death really so if you really need to talk to somebody um or if you know somebody that needs to talk um you can send them over to me i'll be glad to talk to them um share my experience and whatnot anyway guys uh you know give you know just i hope for the best for right now um give them hopes for the best and do what i have and do what i need to do as far as being a friend goes um anyway We're now going to go ahead and switch gears into housekeeping, and I'll see you beautiful lovelies there. Alrighty, guys, we are now into housekeeping at this point. So I want to thank you all. I had a game planned for interviewee, but my, uh, my laptop is being currently used at the moment. But, um, anyway... Don't forget to, to add me on Instagram and Twitter to keep up with updates to the podcast. And for those that um, need to come talk to me about what they're going through or what or what's happening or if they need if they need somebody to talk to, that's why I'm here. Um, please support the show any way you can by means of listening to the support ads and everything else. Um, the web, don't forget to check out the website. Um, it's freechatpodcast.jimdofree.com. Um, to look at anything behind the scenes and everything else. But until until next time, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, whoever the interviewee was for this, um, this episode, I apologize for you not being in it. It was just because um, I have, you know, I, I set a certain schedule. If anyone's going to be to interview, to be interviewed. Um, this is a new update I need to put out now. Um... The update is this. If you're going to be interviewed, the minute that we agree on the schedule, if my schedule changes, I will let you know for any reason whatsoever. But please, please, please be online for this change of schedule. I cannot be liable for anything that happens. Okay, I cannot control this without your help. If you're not online when the messages come through, or if you don't have your phone on when the messages come through, then... You know, 
please just please figure something do that or be online keep your phone on or be online because I need to be able to set if something happens and I got to change the schedule I need I'm basically going to be using your Instagram as your form of contact because I have nothing else to go by so please 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 check your Instagram as frequently as you possibly can this way if you get any messages from me you'll be able to see them so we're not having this huge issue about who's being interviewed when and where and everything can continue to go according to schedule um, but I will have you on here next time um, but until then guys uh, things are kind of out of order in this place now so hopefully we can get everything flopped back to normal again um, but until next time eh, it's corona stress <laughs> it's corona stress all right <laughs> All right, anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you beautiful sons of guns again in two weeks.